0: Well, I, I have some things to say before we get started with this one. Okay. So, a couple of things. Just fitting in with the mold. I didn't realize I was doing this, but the whole Think Deeper thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the Pollyanna Challenge. Right. But we also went and saw First Pollyanna Challenge. <laughs> challenge your friends. Post the hashtag on social right. media. Well, and tonight we're going to do the first part of the Pollyanna Challenge, which was actually the second part of the idea. Right. So, we'll talk about that in a minute. However... Because of this whole thinking deeper thing, I did a little research on Pollyanna, uh-huh. and it's a book from like a long, long time ago, right? And yeah. There's a bunch of movies that have been made, and so I got the book from the library, the uh-huh. audio book. It was fascinating. Okay. So I'm very interested to watch. I enjoyed the book, and we'll talk about why I enjoyed the yeah. book later. But that's what we're about, right? Yeah. When you talk about something stuff, yeah. and discover stuff and go go research it, go get it. Mm-hmm. And same thing with First Man. You and I talked a little bit after the podcast and I did a little bit of reading, not a ton. That's true. Yeah. That I was our last podcast that we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I did I didn't listen to the first man book because there right. is one that he sanctioned, Neil Armstrong sanctioned, and okay. a lot of the material was based off that. Mm-hmm. But it turns out some of the stuff that was in that movie was actually true right and it or or at least the sentiment behind it was true right where that was kind of the who he was mm-hmm. which was interesting to learn i agree mm-hmm. and so it made the movie a lot better mm-hmm. even though i still feel sort of che- like it was cheesy it wasn't as bad because it was it was based on enough truth that it gave uh, it, it visualized something that was internal and for right. a guy that was very internal that mm-hmm. would have been that's was tough thing to do You know, he was a very internal guy. And so for them to make a movie about his activities and what he thought and felt Mm -hmm. was challenging. And so I think they I think it's it makes it a better movie for me to think about.
1: Yeah, it made sense. I was like, oh, good. They're not just like being mean to the guy or something or painting him in an odd light or something. It seemed like it was more in line with what actually was the case. So that was cool.
0: And what was very interesting is a lot of people that I talked to, not a lot, two or three that I talked to. Came out of it with a a, a different thought than huh. I did. So it goes back to what you were saying. We bring things into the movie and we right. want to know what their motivations are, but we are usually changed by a movie. Mm-hmm. We just need to be sure how, how that's going to affect us. So, for sure. Really cool.
1: Yeah. So, we did, um, we just finished watching here at your house, uh, Risen, which is a Christian historical fiction. I think thing. I think that's how you have to go. You I have guess to, is it, what you got. It's too many adjectives. To classify
0: so. <laughs> it. Um, if you got it more than two adjectives for a movie, I <laughs> don't know how I feel about that.
1: It's gothic horror romance thriller.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like Christian historical fiction. So yeah, a lot of stuff they made up and it was okay mm-hmm. because there was no history behind those people. So they sure. took the artistic license and they didn't butcher it. Mm-hmm. some other stuff they made up that was not quite
1: jesus did not ascend spoiler <laughs> alert I no he did he it was it was implied that he ascended that's I guess. right didn't show they, him like rising up that's right but they like didn't show
0: him not rising up <laughs> that was a very i feel like that was a budget decision i agree with you I, and they didn't show sure. the the they didn't use special effects very much he yeah. healed the leper yeah they didn't show it all disappearing and stuff they chose right. not to show the miraculous they just mm. made that decision yeah that's so true the special effect, i think they did it because partly because of budget <laughs> don't disagree there but partly because they've seen over the years that people who use special effects the newest and greatest and best comes along and that special effect isn't good anymore
1: sure when you yeah. watch it afterwards. it'll age better yeah, for it, yeah
0: exactly yeah that makes sense i like that age better that's cool yeah yeah so the, the reason that we watched this movie mm-hmm. was Go back to the hashtag Pollyanna challenge. And so, and I've taken it and I've embraced it. And so then I challenged, I challenged Connor, uh, you know, what, I can't remember what we were talking about, but you were you just used a phrase saying, well, yeah, very but why, Pollyanna why did I tell him. you that you had to watch because I didn't want to have to watch Pollyanna for you no just, reason. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You just didn't want to be trapped. That's or right. Like that's right. I need to be unequally yoked that's in this right. way, or something. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'd use a biblical term. That was good. <laughs> hey, we're talking
1: about a biblical movie. We got to throw as many biblical terms in here as possible. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I, I agree.
1: plan on using propitiation at least four <laughs> times throughout this podcast. So I hope that you're ready.
0: They didn't show any propitiation though. That's the problem. They did.
1: They absolutely did.
0: How they show at the propitiation? very beginning? He
1: is crucified and he's standing up. He's on the cross and he's still alive and then he dies.
0: Yeah, but that's not perpe. I guess that's the representation of the propitiation. Yeah. How do you show propitiation? <laughs> anyway, they could have done it in a dream sequence. That's two I guess, so far. Did. If you're keeping track at home, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right, right? It wasn't even gratuitous. Um, so, the, but yeah, so it was like, okay, I don't like those kind of sappy movies. I quoted, you know, I, I said it, and you were like, sure. no, or that that's not a right term. And so I said, I said, well, you don't like. Uh, this was an outside conversation. It's an outside conversation, yeah. wasn't? You're not fond of the current representation, or even maybe past representation of biblical films—films films that are either based on biblical history sure. or based on faith-based films.
1: I think the—I think that more of my position is not so much on, like, movies like Risen or the Nativity or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Movies that are oh, that's another good one. That is a good one. That's probably the only one that I liked prior to this one. I think honestly, but like. Um, the 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 stuff that i don't love is the christian movies that are about like modern day christians or something like that i think that when you take a historical event like jesus rising from the dead or uh, the nativity and stuff like that um, those are interesting to me because there's a clear source of where this is drawing from and as long as they're not antithetical to that or just like opposed to or they're trying to make it a joke or something like that then i i'm pretty much okay with it i think okay but um it's other movies that are I, I, it's hard to i don't want to call out specific
0: movies well but, i don't you think know, you should yeah I mean, it's, not it's, what just, we're about, it's just it's just a matter of there's like, different types of spiritual films mm-hmm. and there are
1: different types of spiritual films and usually the ones that are like hey we're going to bring this bible story to life i'm usually fine with um as long as it's not just like, wow, that's glaringly not how it happened or whatever. <laughs> um, and granted, like, there are some things that happened in this that I was like, well, that's not how it happened. Not really. but okay, <laughs> you know. And so, but they were minor, you know, in terms of what what matters to the story and what matters to the story in the Bible. So I was I was good with it. Like, I thought it was um, I thought it was a good movie. But yeah, the the challenge really was try to watch or deal or or encounter something that is outside of what you would. Normally, watch, yeah. or normally enjoy, or think that you would enjoy. Um, and I remember then when this movie came out, I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. Noah had just come out pretty recently oh, before know. then. And I, I mean, we're not going to try and call it too many movies, but Noah had just come out recently before. And then I was like, uh uh-uh, nope. You know, Noah was one that I was like, maybe I'll go see. Cause again, it's based on a story, but then I
0: read about it and I was like, no, and, like, I don't really want to go to the theater and see that. So, and they'd also done Exodus Gods and Kings. That's and true. That was similar in the way it treated the biblical material as Noah was, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I agree. And I, I, I didn't, I haven't watched either one of those, right? For that reason, right? I don't know why I watched the risen one. Oh, I think it's because when I read the description of it, or I saw like a trailer, it looked like it was going to obviously depart on purpose, like. It was going to tell the story kind of like from her. Yeah, tell the yeah. story from a different perspective, a mm-hmm. made-up perspective. And once you start off with the made-up perspective, the autistic license is, I feel like, broader. Sure. Because I used to hate on films that got any biblical part wrong. I right. really did. I, I did not like them at all because I thought sure. it was sacrilegious and blah 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 blah. And <laughs> it still bears yeah. discussion when yep. you're actually reviewing a movie. Not that's not what we do right so but um I, I'm I'm a lot more lenient mm-hmm. on stuff like that when they get the spirit of what could have gone on sure. right and that's what I felt like they did in this movie is that right a guy encounters something so bizarre and so outside of his normal thing and he chooses to seek after it right and I think sometimes that happens to people today
1: yeah well, I mean it absolutely does you know um really I think that the Um, is he a centurion or is he not a centurion?
0: They call him Tribune. Okay,
1: that's right. So I don't think he was a centurion. I think he was higher than that. Sure. So he, I mean, his journey is really just, I think, supposed to be indicative of our journey when it comes to,
0: you know. Encountering.
1: Encountering Christ, like coming from the outside in, looking in on this situation that you can't really explain that you have an encounter and you're like, well, what
0: was that all about? Um, But see, that's not my journey. Mm Mm-hmm because i grew up in the church not really me either but i think
1: that it's supposed to well i think that it's supposed to be kind of um us here today i guess is what it's kind of supposed to be because we didn't walk with jesus while he was alive that's true and stuff like that we have an encounter with him after he's risen from the dead and that's what we believe as christians is you know we have encounters with christ um in the spirit outside of you know, like I don't see him physically today. He doesn't appear and then disappear like he did in the movie or in the Bible, like it shows. Um, But, you know, so for him, it was the same type of deal where he encounters him after the fact. And that's kind of our journey as well.
0: I think that's true. It also, it's interesting that you would say it that way. It also gave me a perspective of somebody who did not grow up with a religious background that was based on Christianity. Sure. And he had a religious background, right. but it kind of parallels some of individuals today who have some smattering of religious talk or whatever in their household, Christian or otherwise, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they encounter something they can't explain. The real deal, yeah. Yeah, and it it appears in various forms in our world today, but I don't get to see that very much. I've only got to seen it a couple of times. What do you mean? Where somebody that did not grow up in a Christian home is somebody that I mentor in Christianity.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: It, not necessarily bringing them to Jesus for salvation, but maybe a right afterwards. Or, sure. Uh, in some one case, I also was able to lead somebody to Christ, and mm-hmm. it was through him encountering God in a, not in a miraculous way, but in a very obvious, God made his presence known sure. way. And the same struggles that this guy went through, I think is very, very real to people today where you still, even after he saw the risen Christ at the end of the movie, he believes he won't be ever be the same, but he is not sold out. He doesn't go with the disciples. All this stuff doesn't happen like you think it was going to. And I part of that's part of the reason I really like the movie is it didn't have the I'm saved, happy ending type stuff. Sure, it kind of did. It did, but it wasn't the same. It, he wasn't like happy-go-lucky, riding along sure, with the disciples yeah. and stuff. He was still struggling, mm-hmm. just like we do. Like you're yeah. talking about, we do today. Right. That that was interesting to me. I loved the, the characters. Mm-hmm. Like they pick what, okay. There's one character, by the way, we didn't do spoilers in because you should know that we're going to talk about the movie by now. And we announced the movie. So sorry if you were spoiled. Sure. And um, it's in the title <laughs> of the podcast. And at this point, but you know. there's a Bartholomew character and right. they pick him out and he's, the th- what did you call him?
1: <laughs> I called him bro. Cyple <laughs> because he's yes. this blonde haired, like green eyed dude. Who's like, Jesus is great, man. And stuff. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I think it's funny whenever we've got these blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys in biblical films and stuff like that that are supposed to be Hebrews. It's like, uh, okay. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Eh, who and knows? I, and I I've heard, wasn't there. I've heard, tell, I've heard <laughs> tell that there are some people like that. Okay. But but I loved his character. Because oh, sure. It was just funny. It was great. And I, and I love the fact that you his, saw that. His
1: demeanor was very like surfer dude in yes. a way, which was kind of funny. <laughs> which was great. because <laughs> Hence
0: we, the bro cycle love the bro term, man. You, <laughs> you heard it here first on Theo thing. We accept uh registered trademark. Is that what, do we need to go R or something? Know. Is that how we get I the thing know. out? If people use it, do we get money? I don't know. That's if it wasn't so
1: uh, male-dominated, that's what we would call all of our listeners is bro <laughs> but we can't do that because it's... No, we don't uh, want to do that.
0: <laughs> but it's very interesting One of the reasons I liked him so much is that he was so different from how I grew up thinking about the disciples. Okay, yeah. You know, you grow up thinking about Peter, James, and John. Mm -hmm. And then you got Andrew doing a few cool things and Nathaniel having his little doubts and Thomas having his little doubts. They each have their characteristics. You never hear about Bartholomew in the uh, Bible other than his name. (laughs) Right. And he's following them around and he does all the things where he gets, you know. Right. And so... They just picked a character for him that was unusual and hmm. yet rep i thought represented how somebody might have been not no- he was very very server dude that was so <laughs> funny i had not noticed that it was so awesome <laughs> it makes it even better um but he he had this change about him because he gets challenged hmm. that was also a very powerful part he got challenged he is all surfer dude about yes, but go ahead and crucify me, I would welcome it and stuff. And then the Roman guy starts describing it and sure. talking about you aren't there, were you? Yeah. And you know, he has to deal with the fact that he did abandon Jesus. Sure. And I think they all had to go through that somehow and we disappoint God and we have to realize that mm-hmm. we crucified him by, right. by our sin. We're going on to, you yeah, know, we caused that to happen to him.
1: Yeah, I mean that's even brought up when um the guy is talking to Jesus towards the end right. of the film. And he's like, I was there and I helped. And it's like, well, we all helped, you know, mm-hmm. we all helped in killing Jesus. Yeah. Law, law, and, times. And,
0: and Jesus just looks at him and he doesn't say it's okay. Sure. but You get the feeling that he harbors no ill will. He came to do that. Yeah. And even the pilot character, he, he's like, he's already forgiven them. Yeah. You know, in terms of, but encountering that physically yeah. was yeah. powerful for the main character. And I think when we realize. that, that right we can we we can begin to think to ourselves he really did love us to save us mm. it's powerful yeah and brought by a surfer dude <laughs> 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 i love it it's so good and then the the best thing is that they kept his character up sure so when yeah, the main character shows up
1: dude or whatever for the, the most part, yeah,
0: the main character shows up, starts sitting with the disciples a little bit, not not in the end, right? But like in the house part, and yeah. he comes over and sits beside him. He's like, "Yeah, yeah check yeah, it out, man. Check it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you you just wait for him. to I wonder if there's like extra scene or something where he has some dialogue with him. He actually says to the word dude,
1: and that's would cut. <laughs> yeah, dude doesn't exist in you that can't century. Say dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't well, say what's dude. what's the Hebrew man. word for dude, man? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wonder what the Hebrew word is for dude. We we'll have to I look that. Up. Any anybody listening? If you have the Hebrew post. All I know comments, is that
1: all the Romans had British accents. So <laughs> you got to,
0: okay. Now that was a very <laughs> interesting comment. Here's sure. why. I tried to watch a, a recently um, filmed, like in the last, you know, in the two thousands. Okay. They filmed this set of. Um, the Gospels. They filmed the Gospels, and they filmed them oh, yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. you told me about this. Have, did I?
2: I think so. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the interesting thing about that is it's a narrated thing. Mm-hmm. So the guy's basically reading the Bible, narrating it. Right. And so there's not a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. by the by the characters, but Jesus is speaking. Sure. When they're narrating over the top. Uh huh. The guy that played Jesus basically came to them with this idea and made up his own language yeah so he basically is saying things mm-hmm. but it's not any language so you're not the idea was you're not trying to compete with the narration and the language and so he's speaking and he's saying this like he made up his own dialogue and he says the same dialogue where he's using this language but it's not something that will confuse you now Unfortunately, it confused me, and I, <laughs> I had a hard time watching the thing. But it was a unique idea because you're right. When yeah. you make an English film, what are you going to do? Why yeah. don't they use American voices? What do you think?
1: Why don't? They, why do they use British voices? Instead? Well, I mean, Barth Broseipel had an American accent.
0: Did he? You're right. He did. Yeah. So, so they mixed it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, they had mixed mixed and they had a, in
0: there one guy had, do you say I don't know if he was an Irish guy or, or yes. a Cockney accent yeah. or something they all had different kinds of accents sure oh and I tell you what though the Mary Magdalene character she had sort of a his, not a Hispanic but sort of a maybe a middle eastern accent of some kind she had an accent for sure she had an accent it was different everybody had accents so
2: that was good yeah but the main main
1: people were accents are just funny and they are they're hilarious
0: well and they and when they choose the accents to make them sound more official or more or more this or that you're like you're wondering (laughs) i what did you think about pilot i what did you think about pilot the character
1: um I thought it was fine. I think that I I get where they're coming from with him being kind of like a disheveled bureaucrat who's kind of um, stressed out the whole time. Yeah. I guess I'd be stressed
0: too. (laughs) Yeah. But he had an encounter Mm -hmm. with Jesus. Yeah. And at the beginning of the movie, he's like, it almost seemed like he wanted to be sacrificed. Right. And he's actually having questions, like you said, the disheveled bureaucrat, he's having questions about the the meaning of life and yeah is this I, think all that, there is? I think
1: that he would almost be interested if he didn't have so much stuff weighing on him yeah of like having to make sure that um the emperor is coming in 10 days so i gotta make sure this is all good if he didn't have that i almost wonder if he would be more interested in what was going on so even though he had access to jesus he was distracted and right and we would see that we see that in the the text as well yeah you i know, agree when
0: you read over it he's just not really hearing it. No. He yeah. wasn't. And I just think that's fascinating that they were able to pull that off.
1: And prolong it. Yeah. Without it seeming necessarily one note. I think that he was kind of weirded out by the whole thing, but also he didn't want to believe. And it's no. pretty clear that he didn't want to believe about it. So I agree. He he just he... thought he had a bunch of incompetent people around him and this is the worst time for this to happen. So Yep.
0: And so it his distractions of his daily life. And I, I, I just found that fascinating because you see in the clavius character the main guy that's the uh, tribune he's sort of at first he's he's presented as somebody who kind of cares like he's a good guy trying to do his job and he cares about his men and but he's he doesn't believe really even in the gods like the mars god stuff he kind of says he does but not really and so but they have these discussions about the meaning of life kind of the purpose of why and so the pilot character is thinking of the clavius character as sort of a mentor mentee type of person you know where do you want to go in life and but he's he doesn't really present a great picture of where he's going to end up sure yeah (laughs) so i mean it makes sense because he talks about
1: how he wants peace essentially and so you know it's foreshadowing for how he'll get
0: ultimate peace in a lot of ways um but I didn't feel like it was forced. That's another thing I liked about the movie. Sure, yeah. You got to see... It was why, well written, yeah, for sure. Why he wanted peace. Mm-hmm. The grit and the grime yeah. and the ugliness of what he was having to do all the time. Right. He he didn't want a day without death is yeah. what the, Jesus quoted to, back to him Right. as a as a callback to, hey, you asked for a day without death, and guess what? Right. I'm it's it. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: So we talked before when it comes to films about... Um, what do we think they're trying to say, I guess. And so what do you think the filmmakers are trying to say from this movie?
0: I think it has to do with where I was going with the pilot character and with the Clavius character that Jesus shows up for everybody Hmm. in some way. We were even talking about it in Romans where God does not hide himself from other people, from everybody. He, There's
1: even a a comment that uh, Clavius makes where he says, you know, why doesn't he just appear
0: to everybody then? Yeah, and, and Peter like, goes, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. why. They were very honest about yeah. it. they didn't have all the answers. Yeah, but I feel like it's obvious in the Bible and it's obvious in this movie that everybody had a chance to think through what were they going to do with Jesus. Sure. Even even the side character that was the flunky of Clavius. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he he winds up catching him. Yeah, and you know, of course, Clavius kicks his butt and is right. gonna. He could have killed him, and right. he decides not to. Right. And he said, "There's no death today." Yeah. And he lets the sub subjective character, uh, the Draco, subordinate character, yeah. go, and he kind of walks through, sort of in a daze. Right. And I I feel like the movie was trying to say. Jesus if you'll let him Jesus will have an impact on your life sure and but you get to choose and so it shows some people choosing to have the impact and some people choosing not because you got Mary Magdalene's perspective you got an old woman's perspective you got a uh, priest's perspective Joseph of Arimathea Brotholomew bro, bro or bro, yeah. bro disciple yeah. bro disciple sorry your disciple yeah um and Peter's perspective mm-hmm. and then the group of disciples perspective i think though that what
1: you see is they don't have a choice about how it affects them in a lot of ways.
0: Why? Well, because
1: they're, because they have to deal with the repercussions of how it's impacting the people around them.
0: I, that is part of the choice.
1: Well, I mean, it presents it as part of the choice. Even though pilot didn't love what was going on, it still impacted him. Even though he didn't believe it, it's still impacting him with the situation. But you're saying that they don't have a choice in the, in how it impacts your life. Like oh, it's no, going to impact it in some way.
0: Oh, yeah. You don't have a choice whether it's going to impact your life. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant.
0: But you have a choice in how yes, it's going to impact your life. Yeah. So that's a good point. Right. Jesus will impact your life. Yeah. He, he impacts our ultimate, life on a daily basis. He is the ultimate impactor of life. It's true. Because he is, I am the truth and the life. So he's, mm-hmm. And, you know, Pilate asked in the Bible, what is truth? Right. It's me. Right. <laughs> a day without death. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> And that, you're right. So he, and that's what I liked about the movie, though. It showed, you're right, it showed that it will impact your life in some way. Right. Jesus will. Yeah. And then I believe that it shows that you have a choice. You you see the choices about how you're going to react to that impact.
1: Sure. What did you see? I don't know. I think, I was trying to think about that myself. I do think that it's trying to, like i said earlier i think it's trying to present how our perspective that we have right now is not so different from people's perspective back then Ooh. when it comes to jesus's resurrection a with how unbelievable it is but also um like i said earlier where i think that you know, Clavius is supposed to be you know a vehicle for us to see ourselves in him in that you know, regardless of whether or not you grew up in a Christian home or not. um, If you are a Christ, if you are a follower of Christ then you had an encounter with him at some point in a way, and it's usually not in a way that you were planning, like you're not planning to encounter Jesus today. And that was not how he encountered Jesus either in the film. He's looking for the disciples so that he can find the body, but he's not expecting at all to see the guy that he saw dead be alive. You know, he sees that and it's unexplainable and it's undeniable as well and so when you have that kind of experience you get to um i think you identify with what he's going through more than really you identify with what the disciples are going through
0: they're part of the background in this one
1: well sure but i think that it's harder to identify with the disciples inherently that's true because, you, again, they walked with him every day. They saw they saw things that we never saw right. or never re- get to read about or
0: anything like that. And, and so, even the bro says that. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Bartholomew gets asked by the main character, why do you still believe or why do you believe? Right. And Jesus then heals somebody. Right. And he goes, that's why. Because yeah. we saw this every single day. So you're right. Right. They and were, so
1: it's hard. I think it's hard. There's different ways that we can identify with the disciples and stuff like that. But... Um, When you're watching a movie like this it's good to have a character that is you know in general it's good to have a character that's um you know the audience vehicle the marty mcfly Mm -hmm. that's just kind of caught up in the middle of this or whatever but um i think that we're supposed to see how like you know granted he got to see jesus and stuff like that and that's even brought up in their conversation between jesus and clavius about like you know you got to see it and you still doubt you know imagine those who don't get to Mm -hmm. see it which is our which is our situation as well um but for all of us as i said we have all encountered if we're uh followers of christ we've all encountered christ after the fact after he's risen from the dead and we've learned the stories from secondhand accounts of what's gone on um and everything
0: which is what he
1: had for the most part yeah and
0: and at some point we encountered the real jesus from a spiritualist perspective like he did oh i like that man
1: so i see that too um i think um I know that the director of this movie graduated from Baylor, which is like a Christian school, sort of. And so, who knows? I think that you know, he was part of this, the writing for the screenplay and stuff like that. I also read that this was supposed to be like a follow-up to the Passion of the Christ, like
0: a sequel almost. Um, which I don't know about that, but I've actually never seen that movie. Me either. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not <laughs> sure I want to. You but know. I
1: mean, I've heard it's you know you got to see it or something, but. That's what they say about a lot of the Christian movies. So. Exactly.
0: I might watch it based on the discussions that we're having. Sure. Just because I want to think about it. I mean, it's
1: know? not like the same actors are portraying no, the no, people no, or anything and like it's that. not really. But right. But um. So I do, I do think that there's. I think that it would be. It's very clear that there is some uh, influence from a a, a faith based perspective with oh, what's going on here. I would you agree know, clearly. They, they could. It's not, not just have. like hey, we want to tell this story because it's a it's a you know a well-known historical thing or maybe even like a myth as they see it or something like that no nope. so it was you know it's pretty clear with like you just have to believe have faith in me you know right the one true god and it's like, okay cool we got the basic basic tenets of the gospel kind of happening here yeah, i agree so um all that to say like i do think that i think we're supposed to see ourselves in the main character and see how um even if we were in his shoes, we'd probably just be just as doubtful or just as like unsure about this whole thing. Right. I think
0: so. And I liked, so I agree with, that's a good perspective. Um, It's very interesting because I've recently watched another movie called Paul, apostle of Christ. I heard about that one. Yeah. And it actually does a different thing than what you just talked about. So I see how it juxtaposes between the two because it tells it from the perspective, mostly of the Christians. Okay. Of the people who are in it and believe and all this kind of stuff. It does, however, also have a character that doesn't. Hmm. And so you need that character that doesn't to provide a perspective on this. Mm -hmm. But the main perspective is from the Christian people's perspective rather than in this one, you're right. It's from the person that's encountering for the first time. And I, I keep moving around with the mic. I'm sorry, Carter's <laughs> giving me this look like, oh man, you just that was good to say, but Dave, I might have to cut it out because you're fooling around with the mic. It's Duh. very hard to stay in one place. I'm telling you, mics are hard. You just need to get one that like goes to from your ear to. My... All right, yeah, man, and then, then we can post that as the picture of the, you know. <laughs> the oh Britney Spears mic. Everybody's got them now, man. All the preacher guys got them now. That's true. And everything, but they're like
1: see-through and tiny or whatever yes. so oh we it's need, not <laughs> yeah. we need pastor
0: bikes that'd be hilarious we need pastor bikes. <laughs> dude you can keep me still if i had a pastor <laughs> i want and that is the way that i teach and that the, even in and where i present and stuff like that and they even challenge me once they go look I, we're going to challenge you it, the next presentation you give you got to set on your hand i said i'm not doing it it yeah. ain't gonna happen i can't do it you got to use your hands. i got to use my hands or body or something man it's the way, <laughs> it's the way it makes sense because you just sit there and stand that's why sure. i don't really understand podcasts to be honest with you because why what the what the allure and appeal is because you don't get to see the people but yeah i did i have it's listened made to for a couple. Multitasking. Like, it really that's is what it that's is. what you told yeah. me and i was like yes you're right people <laughs> listen to it and so a matter of fact i was talking to somebody uh, the other day and they were saying, yeah, I listened to that podcast that you guys did. They listened to our podcast Oh, hey! and, but they listened to it while they were going to sleep. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that.
2: <laughs> and yet
0: I was okay with it because I listen to the Bible when I fall asleep. Sure. Yeah. It's just something positive. Yeah. At least they felt that way and encouraging to have your mind thinking about as you go to sleep or as you're working or as you're right. riding a bike or driving a car. So yeah. Thanks for listening. Or doing the dishes. Or do, something. Yeah, whatever. You know, you have something positive <laughs> input. I've discovered recently that I don't actually have to have something going all the time. It's true. I accidentally discovered it. I'm trying to pare down a little bit
2: these days. I know. I, I used to usually but... listen to
0: music and stuff while I'm doing, even music without words yeah. and things um, while I'm doing stuff. And yeah. I, I just forgot today. As a matter of fact, I was uh-huh. doing a bunch of stuff on my mind mapping app and yeah. taking notes and doing things. And I was like, you know, had a little bit more focus because <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that's distracted. Part of the thing I
1: realized is that I would be more focused if I didn't listen to as much music sometimes. So, but the music
0: without words helps. It sometimes does, it doesn't yes. always it distract. Does. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I guess um, an interesting question. Unless you had other thoughts about risen. Um, no, it
0: needs to be funny though. Is this a funny question? It is
1: a funny question. Okay, good. To a degree, I think.
0: All right, we'll make it potentially. Because you um, got a little deep there, so
1: so we'll do we'll do a two part question for this. Oh, uh, the two part question. Yeah. First off is what Bible story would you like to see like a well-done movie of? Oh, so not, like that's a good or something. one. And then which one would you think would make the worst movie? That's <laughs> a good one.
0: Okay. So we're going to have to think about that. Have you yeah, already thought about I this? I haven't thought Okay. So, that, so let's no. think about this. Um, yeah. Oh, no, we can, you, you can edit this out. So I can, gonna... but we can also go through the thought process and ah, okay. invite our listeners So, that Of course, <laughs> my first thought was something from Daniel. As, like, as a good movie? Yes. Okay. Now, actually, what I would love to see is to see one of those progression movies. And what do I've, you mean? I, I watched one recently. Oh, it was Free State of Jones. Okay. Now, I'm not necessarily recommending the movie. I don't know that I know that one. But but it is a movie that takes place over 10 years. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So, So, and, and like Michael, uh, John Grisham, excuse me, he wrote a book called... The Last Juror. Okay. And it takes place over like 15 to 20 years. Wow. And so the way that he did that book and the way that they did this movie, I think would be very interesting to watch Daniel's life, Mm. but it would be very hard to do. Sure. But there's, there's very iconic scenes from Daniel, but they have a, they have a similar theme and I've studied Daniel before and it has this, this structure. That's a Hebrew structure Mm -hmm. of you know telling the story a b c and then coming out of the story c b a yeah and and they because it's not chronological mm-hmm. if you read it and so tell do you tell it the way daniel tells it do you whatever what do you do and you do you draw the parallels of what daniel's seeing over his lifetime of captivity yeah and how he was basically in government work yeah <laughs> for <laughs> the bureaucrat. evil government uh, yeah. government but he still maintained his faith in god sure so i would love to see that hmm I think okay. that would be yeah. be unusual because you usually get Daniel and the lion's den or Rack Shack and Benny. Yeah. Or, you know, you don't really ever see the Nebuchadnezzar goes rogue and animal-like. You know, <laughs> you don't see that one. Turn him into a cow. Yeah. And whatever, so, yeah. And, and, and I think, it, but hmm. I think you could do a really good, so that, I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. Done that way. And the only reason that I say you could do it is because I've seen it done. Right. With that. In other the formats. In yeah. other formats. Hmm. So that's what I'd love to see. What about you? Uh, what would you what was your thought think, process? Cuz
1: my initial thought was like, oh Moses, but I was like, no, Prince of Egypt's pretty good. Um really? Mm, what? you don't like Prince of Egypt? I've not seen it. Ugh, oh, it's a good it's uh, a good one. It's I an heard, animated movie. I heard anyway. it was
0: pretty far off. It was like Moses far. It was like Noah far off. No, far I the, wouldn't say Noah far off. Really? Oh, okay. No, I really wouldn't. Okay. Um we but, I don't own that thing. I don't know. We probably got got rid of it, but it's on Netflix. Don't have Netflix. <laughs> you gotta get
1: Netflix. No, um, <laughs> you, I, you don't. You don't. I guess. <laughs> I don't. Uh, huh. Because I, my mind goes to Old Testament immediately. Of but, course.
0: Um, Jonah could be interesting as like a tragedy. Oh, Jonah could be really good. I mean, yeah. of course they've done that with Jonah and the Whale, Jonah the Big Fish, the, the Veggie Tales movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they actually yeah. did a pretty decent job of telling sure, that one. Sure. But I'm thinking fairly of, accurate. You know, but yeah. It that could be very that would interesting. Be interesting. You could set up some stuff.
1: Yeah. Um it doesn't end well though. No, that's why it would be a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be a tragedy. Um hmm 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 What else? We did a we did a series at the college group that I'm in. Um when we first started where we went through classic Bible stories, I'm thinking about like David and Goliath would be interesting.
0: As long as you went to the fact that he, as long as you went all the way to him cutting off his head Absolutely, yeah, and sticking it on a pole, and taking <laughs> it to Jerusalem or wherever he right, took it. Yeah.
1: Pretty nuts. But I mean the kind of maybe a progression thing as well, even of the life of David would be interesting. It could be you know, um, with his
0: rise and fall in in some ways. Um, that could be interesting for sure. Well, and we're just studying the David and Saul part of David's yeah. life, or starting with Saul, Samuel, really, and going yeah. through. And that's an interesting parallel because the way that the Bible is written is in a parallel form. He goes yeah. back and forth between David and Saul and their choices and their reactions to God. So that would be an interesting one.
1: Yeah. So what would make
0: a not great movie? Not great movie? Yeah. Hmm. I think if somebody tried to Job. do revelation...
1: Oh well, revelation. It, somebody has, and it. it's called Left Behind with Nicholas Cage, and it's a little wacky. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So well, well, that that but, one... but
0: the first one was with uh, Kirk Cameron. Sure, a little wacky. Yeah, still. a little wacky. Um, that's true. They, they I mean, that's true. They did try that, and it 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 was okay, but not awesome. Sure, the books were better, except I'm for they got. A, I'm thinking a
1: movie that would be not great in terms of I don't know how you would adapt this in any way that would be,
0: like. Fun to watch would be Job. I don't know. Yeah, that would be hard. It would be really, really hard. Yeah. But you could, man. That you all. Well, I
1: mean, the movie would just be like, just be one of those things, kind of like basically adapting a play where it all takes place in the same room or something like that.
0: Oh, you could have all these flashbacks. Oh, oh. Well, sure. You'd have flashbacks. No, no, no. So seriously, though, Job you start off with these angelic beings coming before God and Satan is all weird. Yes. And then, and you see all the disasters come on him. And you do a montage of disaster. <laughs> and then he's sitting there, you know, awful. Set to and, 80s music. And yes. As everything should be. Absolutely. And <laughs> then, oh, my goodness. And then you come in, the wife comes in and says, curse God and die. And he's like, N- I don't think so. And then he has a couple of monologues. Absolutely. Sure. And his friends come and sit with him for I'm seven think, days, yeah, man. yeah. But I'm saying, like,
1: in terms of adapting that, like – you, Dude, I just so gave much... you 30 minutes of film. <laughs> a good amount, yeah. But I'm saying like most of that book has Job talking with his loser friends for a long time. Yes. And so you'd have to like figure out like how, unless you just cut most of that.
0: Well, you'd have to cut most of it because a lot of yeah. it's poetry type stuff. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you could have, again, a montage set to uh, <laughs> 90s grunge music. All you um, want is a montage. Like, no.
1: You just want the whole movie to be a montage.
2: You, you almost have to video. do, but I was thinking of flashbacks because
0: there's several times where they accuse Job, yeah, of doing things that he didn't do, and so if you juxtaposed and s- saw him, they accuse no, you him. You'd have
1: to have a long setup part of of him being an upright guy. But what Whereas if you like did it in beginning. flashbacks? No, though. no, no. Flashbacks wouldn't be good because I think it's more powerful that you, as the audience, already have a relationship with this guy and you oh, can
0: prove him yeah. wrong. All right, with that. All right, so, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yes <laughs> and then and then, when they start attacking him, saying that stuff, sure. do you have a picture of him yeah. that that from that thing, from that thing? so from basically,
1: that thing. what we learned is that we should just not rewrite job because God did a great job, yes, but
2: <laughs> let's just show <laughs> parts just, of it. we
1: should just do an audio drama of Job and rewritten from like our movie perspective of it okay well then if not Job I'm sorry for dashing on your Job idea
0: it would be very difficult it would be a difficult one absolutely and it would be
1: mostly bummer until the end um
0: yes (laughs) kind of like I felt with it would be a heavy movie like first man was sure yeah um okay what
1: other what other
0: one would be a not so great one any of the prophet stuff Were the prophets do oh have they done this before uh Homer. A movie version of Hosea? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote a book. That would be
1: rough. That would be Somebody rough. Somebody wrote a
0: book and they went a little too far.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, no. <laughs> um,
1: What else? I mean, there's some powerful truths in Hosea. I, I don't Absolutely.
0: disagree. And actually, you could make a decent movie out of it. Sure. You could. You And you don't have to go too far because in this movie, there was a lot of violence. Sure. But a lot of it was off screen or real close. Well, the
1: funny thing about uh, Go ahead. Maybe, maybe I won't leave this one, but it's just like Christians are okay with violence; we're not okay with other things.
0: True. That's Which, true. hmm. But it depends on how the violence is depicted. Yeah, I like so. this was this felt real, and it was PG thirteen for that because sure. of the thematic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so if you if you refer, like the Josea thing, I backed off from it for the exact same reason you said. But if you didn't depict everything, right? Like they did in this movie, they didn't show everything that right. was happening that a lot of stuff happened off screen right but you knew it was happening which right. actually dramatizes de- is it whatever you call it <laughs> goodness vocabulary uh, all right but we're we still haven't found one that's not okay so let's yeah. let's pause and let's both think real hard about what would be a bad one
2: hmm
1: it almost feels weird like trying to say which is a bad story
0: in the bible no, no. <laughs> one that would be hard to translate because you've read yeah. books with so you're like yeah, yeah. there's no way they're they they can not yeah. do that yeah I'm, I'm kind of running through. I think Nehemiah would be weird. Them just building the wall. Yeah, you could you could make it, you could do it, but yeah. there's a lot of. I mean, you could do it, but I don't, I don't. You wouldn't get the same oomph True. as you get when you read it. That would be a hard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it actually would be harder than Job, but there's some journey stuff in there and stuff, so you could do that. Yeah, but remember. We're not thinking like the Risen people were thinking. They were telling a made-up story. Oh, you know what would be a good movie? It's Joseph, the story of Joseph. Absolutely. That would be a good one. It would be very similar to the story of Daniel where you'd have to do it over time. Sure. But I mean there's there's pillar moments that you know the same as Daniel. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. you would have to do not montage, you don't have to do right. a montage, you don't want to. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. 80s music. Montage. <laughs> but you but you would have to yeah. organize it and see him grow up and grow in that and make those pillar moments have a meaning and it right. out. So that that could be good. See, we yeah. still haven't found a bad one
1: yet. Well, I mean Nehemiah. The parables, I would say Nehemiah. The
0: parables. Parables are great. Yeah, but you couldn't do a movie of parables. Sure. You could. You could, but it would not be so good. Yeah, that was the thing because they're short sticks. So, so if somebody decided decided to take a parable or even a couple of related parables and do a movie of that, like a real movie, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, it'd be a short film or something. Yeah, actually, you could do that. (laughs) Oh man, what else? I, you know, one of the things I thought of: wouldn't it be fun to see the Gospel of Mark done well because it's so fast and action paced? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what the. People had tried to do the the lady that did that one where the guy spoke the different language, the made up language. Her purpose was to provide video, right, in a way missions and stuff like that. No, but yes, yes, but to be able to use in in teaching. Mm -hmm. So so they organized it and made it such that you could find the different stories really easily, and. So that you could say, hey, here's a video predict," right. f- just to use it as a media means to present the gospel. In mm-hmm. But not just as an evangelistic thing, but as a teaching thing. Sure. So that's a different purpose than make people think. Sure. What else? This is a great question. So wait, wait a second. Sodom and Gomorrah would be a bummer one as well. Yeah, and that, that whole story. And the, and the, the story p- of Lot. The story of Lot
1: would be the worst. Let's not do that. That would one. be a bad one, <laughs> to do That would be because it's a side you know, story. Yeah. It's yeah, all sad and gross. It's very sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. I think we got I think we got we the found one. It. I think we found, we found it. it. Found the one that you shouldn't adapt. I, don't, don't do, do that. It. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that.
1: Yeah. Not that you
0: shouldn't read it or that it's not valuable, but don't adapt it into a movie. I me. also think the story of Isaac. Would not be a good one to tell. There's a there's a Well, I mean to adapt into a movie. Adapt into a movie, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. They're all good to tell. <laughs> all right, Connor. <laughs> we're not caveats. gonna get struck by lightning if we <laughs> say there's something not good to tell. Um, but I, I think that would be very hard to make a movie out of. Sure. Because yeah. it is not also not a positive story, really. It has a positive nature, but he sort of he was the transitional character. Okay, he didn't yeah. do a ton of stuff. And he also didn't parent very well. That's true. <laughs> and he you know, he just wasn't a very active character. Now, he gets a bad rap for that. He was still a good guy in some ways, and he still had a lot of faith. Yeah. So is okay. But doing a movie about that would not... Would be rough. Would be rough. So what's... This is a good question. What's a side character from the Bible that you would like to see their perspective made into a movie? Because the Risen... Is basically, that's what it is. Yeah. They took hmm. a side character. There was obviously some Roman people in charge. Yeah. Hmm. And they took that and do that. So think of a side character. I just thought of one. Can I say? <laughs> sure, go ahead. So the servant of Abraham. Hmm. Some Eleazar people. Or whatever?
2: Yeah, some people yeah.
0: believe that Eliezer was the same servant that went to get Rebecca for Isaac. Oh, okay, interesting. I'm not sure. I I don't think the Bible says that. But remember, Eleazar was was going to inherit, right? Or at least Abraham had that idea and proposed it to God, right? (laughs) He pitched it. Yeah, he pitched pitched a lot of stuff. (laughs) Abraham was a big pitcher. (laughs) Yeah, he. You know, if it just ten, just ten righteous people. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But think think about that. Telling it telling it from his perspective. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because did you know, you would have to pick, was mm. he better, was he not? Or was part of him better sometime and then he was okay? Or mm. did he just want to help his master? Yeah. yeah that's interesting.
1: I, I'm trying to think of side characters. Hmm. As like a movie or just like you just get their perspective?
0: Well, I think as a movie. Okay. Where, where you saw the main themes, just like the Ben Hur right. aspect or the um, the risen aspect, I think I think
1: Nicodemus would be a really cool one. Ooh, that would be good because he only shows up really like twice and stuff like that. But it'd be cool to see the intrigue behind the scenes of what's going on and what he does or doesn't do or says or doesn't say or whatever. Yeah, um,
0: that would be really cool. I think so. He's a cool character. Interestingly enough, I was in a musical. Okay, <laughs> what a way to start it off the story. All right, it called One Voice. Oh, it was okay. actually was it about Nicodemus? It's about Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. Oh, okay, cool. I played Joseph of Arimathea, and this oh, okay. other great guy played Nicodemus, and it was told in the One Voice. Did you sing, yes, okay, <laughs> and I actually sang well. Cool. I can't do that anymore. Thyroid cancer and everything. <laughs> what was this? Uh, it was at a church when we first moved up here it was a very small church but the music minister was into doing musicals okay and it is a i'm telling you it was amazing i probably had the video around here somewhere i'm not (laughs) gonna make us watch that (laughs) nobody will get to watch that (laughs) but i went back and watched it like a long time ago sure and i was actually surprised at how well this little group of like 30 people maybe, sure. put on these productions. Yeah. And we would invite the community, and I actually, for the first production that I was in, it was a four tickets to Christmas. It was a little bit cheesier. But <laughs> but it had a great message of sure. reconciliation, mm-hmm. and I invited one of my co coworkers at the yeah. time, and he came and he was really moved by it. So it was cool to yeah. be a part of that. Anyway, yeah. so. There it there was a musical out there about Nicodemus. <laughs> it's already this. been adapted to a yeah, film see, and
1: we yeah. have the film. That's right. And That's right. We have it. It's the somewhere film. in this house maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's on VHS. I don't yeah. know what that oh, means. Okay. Well, then it's dead media and we can never access it. So <laughs> no, I it have a well VHS player. Exist. Oh, okay. okay.
0: Matter of okay. fact, one of my goals this year is to go through the VHSs that I have and see if they're worth keeping. Sure. Or worth Buying the v- DVDs of, like right. I already did that. I already got my DVDs, Phil Harris DVDs. <laughs> so Robin Hood, you're all set. Uh, Jungle Book and Aristocats had the same dude, Phil Harris, that plays Blue the Bear, Little John, and Thomas O'Malley. It's the same guy that voices all of them, sings in and stuff. Okay, he's the bomb. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about. You I those know movies, who you're right? talking about in general. He yeah. is so great yeah. as an actor. A voice actor I just love him so I have those very pleased and I have a ladder. <laughs> so if I have no other movies that were on VHS that we could lose because it's dead media yeah um I will be happy but I am gonna I'm I've sort of shut that's why I said well, you no gotta to do, do that
1: transfer from VHS to DVD of the story of Nicodemus
0: I don't I don't. I don't know if that's worth the effort. (laughs) Well, on that note, propitiation, propitiation. I said it four times. No, I think I did. What? Yes, you did. But that was gratuitous. You have to use it in a sentence, man. Come on, come on. I'd use it in three sentences. Uh, no you already said it twice at least maybe yeah. okay, so you get two
1: more. Two more sentences about propitiation. I yeah. can't think of another sen- sentence about propitiation
0: and that's twice. No <laughs> So made up. So So seriously though, you said actually, I'm interested mm. in this. What, what made you feel like there was a propitiation? Aspect to this because they didn't present the gospel there, thoroughly. There wasn't. Oh, I just okay. thought it was a
1: fun word. You that's were making all. it up. Yeah, right. we were talking about using was... Christianese in the podcast, all and right. I said, Oh, I know the all most right. gratuitous Christianese phrase is propitiation. I feel Probably like. so. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that because justification, <laughs> sanctification, it's, a, so, it's yeah.
0: important, but propitiation is the one that you don't hear outside of. You'd, and the you Bible don't need ever. to unless you've got some intellectual friends. Sure. That Because that's the thing about the Jesus stuff. It yeah. goes all the way, it doesn't matter whether you're intellectual as a characteristic, whether you're a millennial, mm-hmm. whether you're a baby boomer, all these labels that everybody tries to give groups sure. of people, it doesn't matter. And I feel like, this is your wrap up too, sorry, <laughs> we can use the other one, you don't have to use this one. <laughs> but I feel like the, the film presented a lot of different people who interacted with Jesus Absolutely. and gave a message of hope yeah. and faith. And that it can change you. And it can change you. So let it change you.